Friday, February 15th, 2008 edition of The Relevant Podcast, your audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is uh, Managing Editor Jesse Carey. Hello. Editorial Director Adam Smith. Greetings to everyone. And my wife and Operations Manager, in that order, Maya Strang. Hello. All right, so uh, this week... Yet again, we do not have a musical guest or interview for you. Once again, Jesse offended all of them. Um, but them uh, we do have several happening for future episodes. So you'll just have to deal with uh, deal with that. And in its place, later on today, we have a brand new game that I'm not going to announce. You're just going to have to stay tuned. It's brand new. It's earth shattering. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it's it. It's trend setting. I, I would call it pant wedding levels of excitement. <laughs> That's disturbing. Yeah, I, well, I'm I wish sitting you here very uncomfortable. Well, I'm sitting here very uncomfortable right now. Because so, so is everyone else. We have to wait a long time that. for this. I, I honestly thought that the musty smell in here was because of water. But apparently well, that's you. In, in a way, it is. <laughs> Indirectly? Yes. For your entertainment releases, we have movies coming out tonight, Friday, February 15th, one of which actually came out yesterday, Valentine's Day. Did everybody have a good Valentine's Day? Yes, it was great, babe. I loved everything you got me. It was tremendous. <laughs> it was full of soul-crushing despair. <laughs> we, got, we got one for the lovers called definitely maybe is it possible uh, to say the word lover without sounding creepy yeah. <laughs> Dude, lover. is there one for the fighters yeah there is uh step up to the streets <laughs> yeah finally. no lovers there yeah i, really I feel like if you that. ever introduce someone as a kid this is my lover like it's <laughs> automatically the most creepy yeah. and it, if you're not no- wearing a robe then, <laughs> then it's completely inappropriate yeah. The cool thing with Step Up to the Streets is I believe it's actually the plot centers around an elaborate scheme to erase their library fines. See, you said it's Step Up to the Streets. Step Up to the, the Streets. streets. Yeah. But that's the witty wordplay that they've given us here. Not only is it Step Up to the Streets, it's also, hey, Step Up to the Streets. I actually think you it see, looks pretty good. It works on a lot of levels. But that's just me. <laughs> they, 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 you, as, f- you as a former dancer professional dancer not a stripper but a professional right, dancer right um you you would appreciate this movie more than most well, well, yeah well i'll tell you what and this is going to harken back to a podcast of old um if you want to save some money instead of going to see step up Two, just uh get yourself online and go to mc hammer's streaming <laughs> video dance website <laughs> um, you can see, see all, all the dance videos you want to no admission what's it called um I I have no idea. Please hammer, don't hurt him. Uh, <laughs> dot gov. Yeah. I just typed in hammerdance.com. <laughs> that's, that's not it. That's huh? not it. That's surprising. It's some sort of business development and consultation service. Hammer what? dance. Hammer dance. Well, that well, makes perfect sense. Up, yeah. I hope the guy's last name is Hammer Dance. <laughs> How awesome would that be, though, if your last name was Hammer Dance? Hi, I'm John Hammer Dance, and I'm here to consult. Yeah. And but, I've got some moves. Yeah, he would have to wear those hammer pants, yeah. though. I was going to say, but what if he was like a big nerd? Like, he was basically sounded like Ben Stein. Right, you know what but I mean? you know that that guy... Would have in the the late eighties, early nineties learned to hammer dance just because of his name. Like, yes, I know how to hammer dance. <laughs> I'm John Hammer Dance. Hammer dance is my last name. Yeah. <laughs> Can I hammer dance? You say I'm, I'm John Hammer Dance. I'm looking for it. 
I'm, I'm Googling he, it, he and I, I typed in Hammer Dance in Google, and the official MC Hammer blog came up. <laughs> but didn't he have kind of like a YouTube-type site where yeah, you just upload all I'm, your dance I'm stuff? I'm thinking it's probably already... Uh, <laughs> it's already come and gone? It's already been foreclosed on. <laughs> oh, wait. The MC Hammer blog hasn't been updated since Thursday, February 23rd, 2006. <laughs> oh, Hammer. Yeah, I'm going to read you the opening selection from Hammer's blog. Art of the Dance, that's the title. The what a good feeling dance. to see that everywhere I look, no matter what name they put on it, everybody's dancing. In the Bay Area, we got going dumb, fizzing, <laughs> and getting hyphy. In L.A., they got crumping and getting buck. The Dirty South, they do the snap dance. The West Coast dances have evolved from the emotions and culture of the environment. One goes dumb because he can escape the reality of feeling abandoned and left out from a society that isn't addressing his pain and frustration. The lack of hope, opportunity, and employment eats at a man's conscience and the psyche like maggots on the dead. <laughs> my value and contribution to family and community is found in my ability to provide for my family and support the community with resources. I escape the pressures of this reality momentarily in my dance. In the dance, I let go and I'm free. And it goes on from there. Wow. It's, it's like in, that's the, some hammers like a Zen master. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Phil Jackson of dance. Yeah, the, the last time someone talked that seriously about dance, I believe it was Kevin Bacon when he was just like, "I got to get out of here, man. This town is holding me back. These, these old conservative. I got to go to that abandoned warehouse and just dance, man. Just dance. <laughs> They're not kicking me out of town." <laughs> I wonder, like, what are the societal implications of the uh, indie rock leg? You know, <laughs> when you get that one leg going, because that's that's pretty much what my moves are limited to. <laughs> and I know oftentimes it's because of the crushing weight of society. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a fat guy doing the flash dance. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I was looking for your Kevin Bacon thing. And <laughs> That's Footloose. I know. I know. I, as soon as I typed it in. But then when I saw a fat man in leotards pop up, I'm like... How could you say no? Click. <laughs> I mean, it was just Valentine's Day after all. <laughs> Seems appropriate. A little gift to myself. <laughs> yes, exactly. A little like, chocolate, I've, little eye candy. I've earned this. Fat man in a leotard. I've earned this. Why don't I ever do anything for me? <laughs> Um, also coming out in theaters, Jesse, you'll be excited about this one, The Spiderwick Chronicles. Oh, yeah. That gave me nightmares as a, as a child, but I want to see it still. You read? No. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> Jesse wasn't what one would call literate. Yeah. I just didn't like spiders or the word. <laughs> or wicks. Or wicks. Yeah. He prefers his candles just and, wax. And he hated Chronicles. <laughs> Is that where they look through the eyepiece? Uh, I believe so. I think so. so. They all blend together to me. All these weird fantasy, nerdy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So he says. You know he's seeing all these, and he has all the action figures at his house. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I like to play basketball. (laughs) We also have Jumper. um, That doesn't look that bad. The one, yeah, the guy, the Matrix guy. It's just like, they couldn't have found a better name for it. (laughs) I mean, jumper? That just sounds so lame. Yeah, it sounds like a denim it sounds, dress. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> ballistic X versus sever. You know, that's what it reminds me of. You no, know, When I hear the word jumper, I think of blouse. Or I think of kindergarten teacher wears jumpers. And they yeah. have, like, their denim. And they have, like, uh, apples and stuff on them. Yeah. That's what I think yeah. of when I think of jumper. Fabrique apples. Yeah. It, the uh, every time I watch American Gladiators or see a gladiator now, like I see him on TV and stuff, I think of you. You just kind of tapped into the voice. A few podcasts ago, when Jesse was talking about wanting to be a gladiator, you're like, "Yeah, I can see it now." Wolf, Nitro, yeah, and, Laser, and Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> you guys are gonna get it. <laughs> He may be the littlest gladiator, but he has the biggest heart. It's actually swollen to dangerous proportions. The doctors say he could die. That's why he's not very good at most of the events. (laughs) I've seriously quoted that probably ten times. Just usually to myself. 
<laughs> Wolf, Nitro, Armageddon, and Jesse. <laughs> All right, let's play. <laughs> I'm gonna crush you. And he's wearing a jumper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did, you know, apparently you didn't. Well, I was out of town this past weekend uh, okay. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I saw on my phone that the next day in in Orlando, American Gladiator and, actual auditions, and I texted both of yeah. you said you you must go. There's no option here. Yeah, and well, you I, didn't. I, well, well, both of us directly defied you. Well, <laughs> I think I have a pretty good excuse, and I actually was really excited about the whole prospect. And that that night, um, I got a phone call from. I, I guess I can tell this, Lloyd, yeah. um, who uh, his wife um, was pregnant and was he found out that she was going into labor that evening. And I live in, literally in the same apartment complex. So at two in the morning, I get a phone call that's like, hey, can you come over and watch our three-year-old? You know, she's going into labor. The so, three-year-old? The three-year-old. That's, <laughs> what? Why would you watch? Uh, the, that's, that's horrible. Man, Call a doctor. all kinds of weirdness. <laughs> so anyway. Call a priest. <laughs> So I go over there, and it's about two thirty before I go to sleep. And you know, their three year old wakes up at seven, and auditions is said to get there around eight. Mm-hmm. And so I pretty much knew at that point, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go to Gladiators. But but here's here's why I feel I feel okay. I mean, I ended up watching Elijah all day. Uh, that's their three year old, and taking him to the hospital that afternoon to meet his new sister. Because he was sister. in labor. <laughs> <laughs> to meet his new sister, it was it was a touching a touching thing to to witness. You that's know? Really? It really miracle was. of life. Yeah, and you know, I got to see him meet her for the first time. I mean, it was a great story, and that is why I will be on American Gladiators because uh, <laughs> we actually had a friend in Chicago tell us um, that he tried out for American Gladiators. He goes, but they're only looking for people with a story. They're like, you can be a great athlete, but if you don't have a story, they don't really want you to be on American Gladiators because they want it interesting. Well, guess what? I just got this weekend. No, they want a story like you're overcoming a trial yeah. or you're yeah. like no, I had story? I had no legs. <laughs> you know, something like that. No, how about this story? Well, I, you know, I had this couple we used to watch American Gladiators all the time. We're huge fans of the show. I I was really excited about coming to audition. She went into labor that night. Yeah, I came and, and watched it. I missed the audition. If your wife went into labor that night, there'd be a but story. No, but maybe but what did Becky maybe say? You can, yeah, you but kinda. remember, what did Becky say to you afterward when you went to the hospital? She said, in honor of your sacrifice, we're actually uh, naming her Laser. Um, <laughs> well, I actually meant when she said, she actually apologized that you weren't able to try out for American Gladiators. Were you really going to try and go? Yes. For real? Yeah. yeah. I had, I had like called Dana that and I was really excited. Like, you know, this is going to be cool. You had your spandex ready to go. Yeah. But didn't, didn't Becky say, didn't she say like, you know, I'm sorry that you didn't get to audition for American Gladiators, but now you have a story. Yeah. Now I have a story. So I'm not too worried about it. You know, next time. Yeah. (laughs) I was just disappointed that somebody didn't push through. I mean, I could have said Elijah. Adam could have gone. Well, Sorry, here's the thing: for yourself, today. lock the door behind me. <laughs> yeah. um, I I'm not what most people would describe as athletic. Uh, that's it's shocking. I know that's your when, story, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't know what I have to overcome to even do yeah, this show. I'm actually horrible at pretty much any competitive sport. See, you're and the every I can't run half a block without wheezing. People, people would identify with you. Yeah. So you'd yeah, be the everyman. They would put an Adonis like me on the show and be like, "Oh, this can't be real." <laughs> yeah, they see a guy like me. They're like, "Maybe I could do this." <laughs> um, see, you champion the middle of America. Yeah. Um, I, I've always been much better at the, uh, the, the less masculine pursuits, like trivial pursuit. Yeah. Trivial pursuit, writing weepy poetry, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. Um, and plus I had a wedding that I had to attend Mm. the next day. Mm. Mm. I guess that's important. I guess. I guess. I just wanted his official tagline to be. He's a little less glad <laughs> Let's play! <laughs> and his little jumper. And I just get like pummeled like in every event. And for some reason, he always has one crutch. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on the jousting thing, like trying to hold a crutch and the thing. And I'm just like limply slapping him. Wearing your denim jumper. That's, that's the key. Everything you do, you have to be wearing your denim jumper. All right, uh, let's see. Album's coming out on Tuesday, February 19th. We have a few here. The American Music Club, 
I'm a member. Oh, nice. Uh, the American Music Club is coming out with yeah, the Golden they, Age. They snag you in with those five CDs for five cents, and then they jack up the price. <laughs> the key is cancel, and then just join again. <laughs> I did that. That got me through college. That was about the time when that was really popular. Yeah, I, I single-handedly put BMG out of business, I think. <laughs> There's no wonder you don't see those anymore. Yeah. Uh, Crypticize with Dig That Treasure on Asthmatic Kitty. And Flowers Forever with Flowers Forever from Team on, Love. On Flowers Forever. <laughs> from Team Love. That's the name of the label. It's, right. it's actually one of the guys from uh, Tilly in the Wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a littlest Tilly. <laughs> Let's go play music. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Up next, Slices. Listening to the Myriad, the song is "The Holiest of Thieves" off their brand new EP called "Prelude to Arrows," which I assume is a prelude to their upcoming album "Arrows." Well, the, yeah, the new album is called uh, "With Poise with Arrows," so that's where that comes. So in. the band must just refer to it as "Arrows" for yeah. short. Either yeah. that, or they're going to put out a separate EP that's a prelude to "Poise." Interesting. <laughs> that wouldn't be a good move. They're getting a lot of buzz these days. They yeah, they won that are. MTV2 contest. Yeah. They almost came down to play our, our five-year anniversary party. Scheduling conflict? Yeah, with South by Southwest. Man, so they went with that, that rinky-dink little one-horse operation <laughs> instead of us? Um, where is that? Texas? Well, all Come I'm on. saying, Pigeon, playing South by Southwest. So and still playing mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Do the math. Yeah. He's a professional. Guess no, we like, the, we like the Myriad. I don't want to burn any bridges for future free performances by the Myriad. So we like them. We love you guys if you're listening. Yeah, we do. Come down and play our parties. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Vampire Weekend with the song A-Punk. That's A-Punk. They're a the, hyphenated word. They're the band that all the kids are listening to right now. Yeah. Kids, kids, like eight-year-olds? It's not like Disney Radio? Oh yeah, it's uh, radio, it's, it's them and the Jonas Brothers and, and Hannah Montana and then no. the Naked Brothers or whatever. What was what? that? The Naked Band? Yeah, the, the Naked Brothers. The Naked Nickelodeon. Brothers. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, actually, I would say the the worst yet most interesting weekend of my life was a Vampire Weekend. Hmm. So a I feel lot, a special a connection way. to that band. <laughs> a lot of times, it's that way. What's the common thread here? What What is it that that is linking these seemingly unrelated songs together? You ask. And the answer is that there is um, a story on the uh, the lead story in the music section at relevantmagazine.com spotlighting five yes. of the kind of buzziest up-and-coming indie bands that you need to keep your eye on. New music uh, this spring to watch out for, and those are two of the selections. And throughout the podcast today, you will hear some of the others. If you want to check out the full list, head over to relevantmagazine.com, hit the music section, and there it is. So uh, that's the tie-in. Yeah. That's the, that's the common thread here. All, the, <clears throat> all those bands getting a lot of buzz. Vampire Weekend. You know how there's a, a band, like there was like the Arctic Monkeys, Arcade Fire, like these bands that are kind of ushering in new sounds. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people are saying about Vampire Weekend. There's already bands trying to sound like them. Wow. Or they, they were compared to like what the Strokes did. Um, you know, for the kind of whole new into obscurity. <laughs> no, but they and they actually have their own not not obscurity, just irrelevance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I kind of feel like you know it's it's a really cool sound. I do wonder oh, if it it'll is. stick. But they play up this persona. They're all students at Columbia uh, University. They're all Ivy League guys. And we actually ran an interview uh, with one of the guys in the music section a couple weeks back too. So amazing.com. Yep, sweet. Um. Speaking of the myriad blowing off our party, um, <laughs> uh, make sure to check out uh, the the newly designed party page over at com slash 
party for all the info about our bash. It's our five-year anniversary. The event is going to feature live performances by Pigeon John, Seabird, Baron Von Baer. Uh, we're going to, it's, it's a free event. Everybody's invited, uh, directions and nearby hotels and everything are at that page on the website. And we, you know, a lot of, th- we're going to have a lot of things going on. There's going to be food and drink available, uh, for sale with proceeds going to Bloodwater mission. That's a new little addition to the event. Very cool. That's cool. Um, and I'm trying to think what else we're going to have. Like I've, I've, I've been hearing the plans, you know, mm-hmm. like several people are working on it. There's going to be different zones in the building in the, and like, there's going to be a little like vibey dance lounge. Then there's going to mm-hmm. be like upstairs, like on the roof, there's going to be grilling and a DJ and you know, it's going to be, it's going to, and then obviously the set and the right. stage for the live performances in the main building is uh- coming together really really cool i hear the moon bounce is happening i i've heard that too i haven't um, you know given a credit card yet so i mean there's a possibility that <laughs> it may not, not but right. i have heard that plans are lining <laughs> yeah. up for the well, moon bounce the, the elephant is showing up pro bono so you don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. that that's um, good will but, there be someone tattooing for free <laughs> <laughs> you will if you want to bring your rig <laughs> right. i can but i have to warn everyone that i i don't have the steadiest of hands <laughs> so i will give you a tattoo but you get what you pay for and it's very much adam's like prison tattoo rig so <laughs> yeah. just just be just yeah. a hot ballpoint <laughs> pen yeah. exactly i made it from a ballpoint pen and a cassette motor <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we definitely want everybody to come out. It's March 8th, Saturday night, uh, 6 o'clock, three three bands, lots of friends, lots of food. Um, If you're within, if you're in the region, come down. If you're not in the region, fly down. Uh, We definitely, it's a great chance to to hang out and meet everybody. I think we should give something to whoever comes from the furthest point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you come, especially if you come from another country free or something, yeah, free, <laughs> free tattoo. That's that may be more of a curse. Than anything else. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. There you go. The one that show up from the furthest way will give a special, limited edition something too. Something. We're gonna have we're gonna have exclusive limited edition uh, shirts available for the party. Um, we're gonna have some exclusive merch and apparel and stuff. So it's gonna be a fun event. It's gonna be a good night. I'm looking forward to it. You can take a photo with us. <laughs> yeah, I finally... I well, finally, that cost my I actually finally started... Uh, yeah, there's me, Kissing Booth. <laughs> right. Yeah. I finally started getting excited about it the other day. Oh, I'm very excited. It started really coming am. together. Like, seeing the plans come together. Yeah. See, seeing the sound system and the lights yeah. and everything come together. We're having a film crew come out. Like, a real film crew to to record the all the live performances, kind of do a documentary it, of the night. Yeah, isn't it being overseen by uh, Sir David Attenborough? The guy who did the Planet Earth thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's four years in the making. Yeah, I was going to say they're, they're getting around four thousand hours of footage. I think. <laughs> um, now, I honestly, I would be excited about this if Pigeon John were the only thing happening. But right. that's just scratching the surface. There's right. so much other stuff going on. I'm, I'm honestly very, very excited. I about am this too. Stuff. I think it's going to. You know, it's like if you're going to do something like this, you want to do it right. You know, mm-hmm. you want to you want to have a night worth remembering, and I think that's actually what's coming together. I think it's really going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm glad we held off because our original plan, all we could execute was Jesse with an acu- acoustic guitar and like a game of shoots and ladders, you know, just like, and maybe some fruit we had punch Pictionary, Adam. Don't well, undersell the that's night. That's true. That's true. But that was kind of the emergency, you know, in case of emergency break glass <laughs> thing. Like, we're losing them. Get out the Pictionary. <laughs> so if you want to come, uh, we'd love to have you. Check out relevantmagazine.com slash party. You can also email Teresa for more info. Uh, it's Teresa at relevantmagazine.com. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's info on that. So here we go with slices. Here's Adam. Okay. So uh, it's finally happened. Evidently, there's a, uh, a concept car. That's coming out of um, uh, it's put out by a French engineer, and it runs on compressed air. Uh, what? And it's not just that it runs on compressed air; it actually runs efficiently on compressed air. Wow! Uh, it's a five-seater car, fiberglass body. You know, very very light, and it's only going to cost like right around like five thousand dollars. What? Or so. Really? Yeah. 
This, this um, cannot be true. It, it actually is. What does it look um, like? Let me. It's, it, it's not a looker. Oh, you know? yeah. No. I mean, it's not hideous. <laughs> it's not hideous. Oh, man. But um, it runs on air, Maya. How picky? I mean, honestly, on. honestly. Uh, you can you can recharge the entire thing in three minutes, which is How way faster. Uh, actually, it can go very far because it's uh, the compressed air can be boosted. Its fuel efficiency can be boosted by just adding any kind of liquid fuel. It'll use like diesel. It'll use uh, you know gasoline, whatever. You know what's interesting that can also use just any kind of liquid uh, petroleum. It's regular cars. <laughs> you know but what? you can actually boost this and make it yeah, go. But you know what you, you, know oh, what you, you don't get. Gas. But what you don't get is how uh, do they do it? What you don't get with that is 120 mile per gallon fuel efficiency, Ooh. which is what it gets. That's true. Yeah. That's so it's, when, when's this coming out? Um, never. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's always like, the problem. Yeah, it looks like never. No, <laughs> this uh, is a work of science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it will guys. be available only in Shangri-La. Here, here's the here's the idea. I say we write an article, and we <laughs> we we announce a car that runs on I don't know air. <laughs> you are the victim uh, of a hoax, Adam. <laughs> a hoax perpetrated by the BBC and Snapple. Um, at any rate, the guy he's giving exclusive licensing to Tata, the Indian car company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he said that they're the only ones who can manufacture it. Uh, that cheap. Right. But um, they're the only big firm that he'll license to do it. But he will allow local factories to uh, put the car together from local components. There, because there he are said, a lot of local car factories around. You know, Jesse, do you just hate the env- What is your deal? Why do you have such a hate on for this car? <laughs> At any rate, if I can finish, um, the the goal of that, the aim of that, is that uh, it actually saves emissions because if a car's being put together locally, then they don't have to ship all the components and everything. So that's true. Uh, so yeah, it's actually kind of a a neat concept. Oh, and if uh, the uh, car crashes or something, he says the tanks won't explode. Well, that's, that's a good. no. That's yeah. a plus. Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> Sorry, <it's> nice. <laughs> the the air powered car <laughs> that won't kill your whole family. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think you forgot to say if the car crashes and it will. Yes, <laughs> yes, oh, because the thing won't explode. It's tiny yeah. and made of fiberglass. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When the car. Yeah. yeah. When the when car you hit gets a curb right. and the car ex, you know is crushed. Right. When you get run over by a Hummer. <laughs> no, when you, you get will. run over by a moped. Right. By a cyclist. Yeah. And you will. Yeah. And you you will. will be crushed, but the air tanks will not explode. The moped rider will be fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll have some shiny new air tanks to take home with him. You will be dead. Yeah. So now that we've completely, you know, just denigrated this guy's entire mission... Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, we can we can move on since you evidently you you hate the very idea of this. No, I think it's I think it's a great idea to run a car on air. You know, I mean, there's lots of great ideas out there. Next, you know what we'll like, do next? We'll run a car on all our good feelings. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, a time machine would be neato. You yeah. know, this one runs off of my hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. I'm just seeing holes in this equation. Especially it gets a when, billion miles to the yeah. gallon. A billion kabillion. <laughs> it goes faster than light. And you can boost the kabillion miles. And how much does it cost? We pay you to take it. <laughs> All it costs you is a hug. <laughs> yeah, so in an ideal and world... And certain death. <laughs> in a, see, I see these stories all the time about some new great product that's going to change everything. And then uh, it's just a concept, never goes into production. We never hear about it. This one actually is being produced, though. Uh, well, when he I... He says s- within a year. When I, I doubt one. that. Yeah. That's what he says. Exactly. Within a year. Well, he's already built the car. He's just putting it to, into production within a year, he says. So well, I'll believe it when I see it, Adam. <laughs> um, Your rancor would be uh, appropriate if I was the one building the car. You, you know? might as well have been. You wrote that. Don't lie. <laughs> I saw you working on it. Well, there's a, a cosmetic line in Singapore that inadvertently made some Christians angry. And I don't know how. I mean, their their slogan for some of their stuff was uh, the whole theme around their marketing campaign was looking good for Jesus. So, I mean, what could go wrong there? Um, one of the taglines for um, 
one of the hand cream was get tight with Jesus or get get tight with Christ. Uh, and the whole theme was, you know, you want to be physically appealing for yeah. Jesus. And it's bizarre. Obviously. Yeah. Not only is it a little weird and I, <laughs> I like even if I wasn't religious and didn't find it, you know, a little bit insensitive. Yeah. Even if I was irreligious uh, for that matter. <laughs> I think I would just be like, that doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't think that great yeah, of a campaign The thing theme. that's troubling to me is I don't get the joke. <laughs> it know? doesn't offend me as a Christian. It offends <laughs> me as a comedian. Yeah, exactly. The comedy behind of it. Um, but they actually said that about 15% of Sigmore's uh, 4.5 million people population is Christians. And they were pretty angry about some of the, the slogans. And they said there was actually, some of it kind of crossed the line. There was some... Uh, appropriate into windows that yeah. had to go into the campaign some of the so, images are pretty yeah it had like huh? yeah like jesus looking pretty much like a fashion model um with women least, yeah. like gazing up at him and stuff like that yeah, yeah and i think even even the i guess they were just trying to you be know edgy. yeah be edgy but i just feel like it's not one it is religiously insensitive but two it's just not executed it's well not very clever yeah so don't buy don't buy your cosmetics there Singapore? Yeah. Don't buy got, Singapore. Yeah. got your Singapore cosmetics. Yeah, I was about to take a trip over there to buy hand cream. I was like, yeah, I ran out of hand cream. Should I go to Target? No, I'll buy a plane ticket to Singapore. Stop. Stop. You, you saved me the trip, Jesse. Thank you. Singapore, you're on the list. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Singapore cosmetics. Add them to the list, Adam. Yeah, I've, been, I've been buying them for years. Add them to no the whiteboard. More. Yeah. No more. The, the dead to me board. They're yeah. dead to me. Singapore cosmetics are dead to me. That's it. We got we to gotta bring it back. The dead to me board. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still up for it. I think it's a great idea. Well, as probably most of you heard last week, they finally ended the Writers Guild strike. Woohoo! No, nobody else excited about this. <laughs> TV shows, guys. TV shows. We just wanted you to be the only one. <laughs> well, it was overwhelmingly approved. Three thousand four hundred ninety-two people to two hundred eighty-three decided they wanted to go back to work and make some money. You know what? Three thousand people have had America in such hostage as those writers. Yeah, that's true. It. I mean, what other three no, group of three thousand people could could hold America hostage the way that they yeah, have? But I will say, they gave us a great gift without even meaning to. American gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> it's, true. it's true because I feel like the, you know, obviously I missed the office and I really was looking forward to to twenty four, but. It was like after a couple of weeks went by, I was like, you know, it's no big deal. You know, there's other stuff. There's other things to do. There's a whole big world out there. Yeah, exactly. But please, Maya, tell us how we can actually retreat back into the world of television. All right. I have a few updates here. The Office plans on, on doing six new episodes, which will start to air in April and May. So we still got a while. Um, Lost, they have uh, six pre-strike episodes remaining, which we've been watching them. And they plan to do only five more additional episodes that will start airing in late April. What? Yeah. I thought we were supposed to get like 20-something all in a row. Yeah, it was supposed to be like 24 originally, yeah. and then... They were going to follow the 24 model. That's yeah. how they... Right. So Jip. it looks like maybe we get, you know, 14 at the most. Uh, what else is there? 30 Rock. They plan to do five to ten new episodes. Which, Good. Well, ten. Which will start in just, April or May. That's my vote. That'll show them. Ten. Yeah. And well, then, Cameron says 10. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think Tina gets most of her material? <laughs> right, right. I, I've been submitting... She's a hack. I've been submitting <laughs> scripts to them this entire strike. I haven't heard back, but I can only assume yeah. that my checks are going to start rolling. Yeah. All of a sudden, a little a little Jesse in a jumper shows up on the show. <laughs> you need American Gladiator. <laughs> a whale shark. Most of Jesse's scripts, and I've seen them. I use the term scripts loosely because they're all handwritten on notebook paper. None of them are more than a couple pages, and they all involve time travel. So, and and often dinosaurs. So, got my fingers crossed, gang. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say the last one was Saturday Night Live will actually start back up on February twenty third, and Tina Fey will be hosting it. So that should be pretty good. Yeah, I wonder if she'll do um, Weekend Update. Oh, that would be nice. Not. You don't think so? No, I don't. That would be so cool if she they did should, that. They, she should just do the whole thing. They should kick the other people I think out. she could do a, like a commentary or something. Like when yeah. Chevy Chase would come back, he would he would do yeah, something. But that's he true. Wouldn't, he doesn't become the anchor. Right, yeah. right. The anchors are the anchors. Anchors that's are anchors. <laughs> <laughs> that is. It's deep. I hope you all wrote that down. <laughs> the anchors 
are the anchors. <laughs> well, I, I have another really quick one if, if we're interested. Yes, Jesse. Um, no, thank you. You know our, <laughs> our bodybuilding friends, the, the old-timey bodybuilders that lift, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that ride the, the penny farthings. The trapezoidal weights. Yeah, <laughs> do the trapezoidal weights. I can only assume it was them in this news story because it was 10 good-natured bodybuilders that were working out in a German gym, which I as- oh, can wait, only wait, wait. assume. You have said a collection of words that make no sense together. Good-natured bodybuilders and Germans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I picture these guys are, are very well-traveled, our bodybuilding friends yeah, with the gonna, trapezoid weights. For the, the purposes <laughs> of this slice, you're going to have to set aside your virulent hatred of bodybuilders and Germans. Do, do, do they drive in air-powered cars, Jesse? <laughs> this is a fantasy world of these good-natured German bodybuilders. No, no. They, they ride penny farthings all across you know Western Europe and, and New England. But not know? the Eastern Bloc. New block. England? Is Pat Robinson one of them? <laughs> yeah. New England? Yeah, I can see them in they like... They travel the- from Maine to... Portugal. <laughs> in his magical air-powered <laughs> flying <laughs> machine. And they just go around working at various gyms. Jesse just put out wings like he's going to fly. That's how they balance on the penny. Because one rides the penny farther and the other rides on the shoulders. And they go in lines of five down the street. And there's ten of them. I would love to see those guys at Critical Mass. And they wear, they wear like these tannish singlets and they all have handlebar mustaches and greased hair. You know, that a year ago when we, you know, tapped into the trapezoidal weight thing, you know, that those yeah. guys, I think that's when the, really the beginnings of the gentleman society and the mustache movement began. It yeah. really did. And look how far it's come. Yeah. I mean, we'll get in. Let me, let me finish that. Then we can get into that because there's some things we need to talk about there. <laughs> okay, I don't right. want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, sell any of these shorts. So these 10 guys, uh, these good natured bodybuilders are working at, at the explosive fitness studio and Bastrochevich. In England. <laughs> Wait, in England? I mean, in Germany. <laughs> There's time travel involved in this. Thing. <laughs> and dinosaurs. But anyway, they're working in Bautachevit <laughs> in, in Germany, in the western city of Altenburg. And a driver, you have, that's how they speak German. I don't know if you guys, I've taken it. So. That's, that the, the, that the Avery Johnson? that's the diction of the Germans. <laughs> what? Huh? Avery Johnson? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was Johnson. a German Avery yeah. Johnson. <laughs> that's how they pronounce things in German. Everything yelling. Mm. Um, that's why I don't understand this whole th- concept of good natured German body. Yeah. I, they're actually like, even when they say God bless you, they yell it. Gesundheit! You know? <laughs> <laughs> sounds mean, but they're actually wishing you very well. So. Anyway, out the window, they see a car veer off into a ditch. So what do they do? They go in. The ten bodybuilders lift the car out of the ditch, saving the man's life. And how does the man repay them? He said they dropped their sweat towels and water bottles and ran to the road to the crash site. They heaved the car out. It only took them a few minutes. So, Wait, gr- Hold on. Ten of them. <laughs> how were they together? They were on penny farthings? No, they were in the gym at the time. I, I the penny oh. farthings were out front. Yeah. Okay. They were at the Explosive <laughs> Fitness Center. Uh, okay. Where was the Explosive Fitness Center? <laughs> so they're inside. Australia. Yeah. They see a man crash yes. across the street. Yes. Okay. okay. They drop their sweat towels and water thought, bottles. No, that, I'm just telling you that's how they get around. Uh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. I was very confused. I thought they were riding their penny farthings on a country road and saw this. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why do they have water bottles and sweat towels with them if they're on their penny farthings? Well, they, no, they, they need to learn how to tell a story, my friend. <laughs> this is a layered tale. <laughs> That's the thing. There's He's a lot going on. Yeah. Confusing layer after confusing layer. <laughs> anyway, the driver ended up taking them back to the fitness studio bar and treated them to a round of energy drinks. So <laughs> That's true. That's what the story says. <laughs> And I, you know the best part is, is that this is an international Reuters story. But, oh boy, that's that's something. I guess it? that is how you repay a, a good natured yeah, well, bodybuilder. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what could be a better repay? You, you pumped them up. A, a yeah. big, a nice tall glass of ice cold raw eggs. <laughs> there you go, buddy. To Cameron's point about the mustache. Did anyone see that big story in Esquire? I think someone posted a link somewhere. Well, I, I sent it to both you guys. I sent. Uh, the the story to both you guys about how the serious mustache is officially back in style. Esquire says so. It's no longer a thing of irony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, I was at homecoming at uh, my college this last weekend, and apparently I had run into a couple people who had apparently read my column about mm. mustaches, and they were 
noticeably disappointed that I did not yeah. have one nor, I, uh, or carry the cause. I, I will tell you guys this. Uh, two weekends ago, I uh, I was going out and I shaved down to the mustache. Really? Yeah. And at the time, I was wearing much the same outfit I am now. You know, kind of my my uh, jeans fedora. and black jeans. <laughs> well, a black button-down shirt instead of my usual T-shirt. Ooh. Tighter jeans, cowboy boots, and my fedora. And uh, I'm telling you, the mustache—I got so many compliments. And not just—I mean, why not don't you have it. Why did you? Why did you? Because of this fear, it actually only works <laughs> with certain outfits. Yeah. you have to coordinate the mustache with your outfit. And the next day, I put on more colorful clothing. <laughs> and, uh, and then you just and, look gay. Uh, yes, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, this does not work with this outfit. I've got to lose this mustache because already I was wearing like a green shirt and a white cardigan, and I already looked like an effeminate <laughs> English teacher. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't helping. Did you have elbow patches? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a tweed sport you know, coat. It was like look out, finding for us there. Yeah, know? exactly. Well, in case in point about how you have to have a persona of like, you know, this guy means business and he means business now, Josh Brolin. Okay, first in No Country for Old Men, he's he looks like a cowboy and is rocking a sweet stash the whole yep. time. Then in American Gangster, I well, mean, he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a tough the, guy. You're not going to see him wearing a a, a pink shirt. You know, or a green sweater. Yeah, no, you really no, have no, to no. coordinate with the outfit. Yeah. And I discovered I have one outfit in my wardrobe that that mustache works with. So basically, black and jeans. You wear that like six days a week. But no, I, I wear today. black t-shirts. I wear black could, t-shirts. I think you could do a black t-shirt and a mustache, especially uh, if it had no the, sleeves. You, you gotta rock the. <laughs> you, you gotta rock it with cowboy boots though, and t-shirt and cowboy boots don't look as good as uh, button-down shirt and cowboy boots. So. I've, I've thought this through. <laughs> Apparently. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Because if I did my usual kind of puffy, you know. Shirt? Like, I'm, yes. <laughs> no, my usual kind of puffy hat. Because the fedora really doesn't work as well with a t-shirt. You know, I usually do my kind of uh, newsies hat. And if I did that, I would look like the, mo- and a mustache, I'd look like the motorcycle guy from, from uh, the uh, village people. So, yeah, that's true. You know who does rock mustache as well? Good natured German bodybuilders. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They've got handlebar mustaches. Yeah, they go around working out and doing good deeds around the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no, where they're going to show yeah. off in your local gym. Yeah, that's waiting a, perform a, waiting that's perform a superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly their only function in life. They go from town to town and work out Until and wait something to do bad good happens. Yeah. <laughs> Come, oh. chaps, to the gymnasium. No, they're German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, imagine that in German. Yeah, screaming. Jesse, you do it. <laughs> they said, come on, fellas, let's get on the penny farther. It's a ride to the next gym and wait for the disaster to help so we can help the people. It's, 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 German's a complicated language, but Obviously. I was speaking it very quickly. It seems simple because you said four syllables, and it was actually in English well, the about thing is, I was 45 speaking, syllables. I was speaking very Slang. quickly. Oh, you were doing speed German. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's a lot of conjugation going on. Otherwise, we would be here on. for hours. <laughs> All right, is that it for Slices? That's it. That's it. Uh, All right. So. Okay, up next, a game like none other. It is the debut of... Bolton or Emo. Now it's time for another smooth session of Bolton or Emo, the game all about America's greatest songwriter, Michael Bolton. Brought to you by Brute Cologne. Brute. Kick her in the nostrils with your man, Musk. And now, here's Cameron Strand. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is a new kind of game for us, and I'm excited to bring it at you. It's smooth. This is going to go down <laughs> like a good scotch. All right. The game is simple. We basically have a list of lyrics in front of us. 
and I'm going to read a lyric, and the contestant will then tell us whether it's Bolton or Emo. Is it is the lyric from an Emo song or from, or from a Michael Bolton classic? Yeah, and you should immediately know because the Michael Bolton songs will immediately melt your heart. <laughs> so when you feel your heart melt, answer Bolton. Our contestant today is current Relevant Media Group intern, Diane Loveless. She's from Rialto, California. She's a student at Cal State Fullerton. Welcome, Diane. Thank you. Uh, tell the folks a little something about yourself. Hmm. Well, I'd have to, I'd say my secret shame is reality television. Mm. My dying goal is to be on Amazing Race. Interesting. Adam has a lot of secret shames. Yeah. Well, actually, most of them are very public shames. (laughs) And and Diane, before we get started, go ahead and tell us what your favorite emo song is and your favorite Michael Bolton song. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I have any. What you're saying is, how can you pick? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, do I want to cry or do I want to be happy? So it yeah. just depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. Crying, listening to Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, here we go with the first lyric. Here it is. Um, wait, well, actually, let me let's see. The scoring is going to be like this. I have 12 quotes here. Okay, I have 12 lyrics here. And... Yeah, I guess you get a I get a point for everyone you get right. And what are the prizes, Jesse? The prizes are a Snapple. Yeah, you you fond of peach diet Snapple? Oh well, full ones probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we can do that. Yeah. All right. So if she gets more than how many? We'll say nine. If she gets more than nine right, you get your very own Snapple. Wow. But I think you can do it. Yeah, okay. Snapple I'm goes ready. down smooth like a Michael Bolton song. <laughs> All right, That's here we a go. high praise. <laughs> with, the first, with the first lyric. Here it is. She just might get you lost, and she just might leave you torn. But she just might save your soul. But she gets you any closer, can you believe your eyes? Is that Bolton or Emo? Oh, uh, I'm going to have to say Emo. It is indeed Emo. It's Dashboard Confessional, Rooftops and Invitations. From the Dusk and Summer EP. Good start. Oh, Good wow. start. Did you actually know that, or was it a guess? You can guess, be honest. Total oh, okay. guess. All right. So you are uh, my scorekeeper, Jesse. Your heart didn't melt when you heard it, is what it you're didn't. saying. Mm-mm. Okay, here we go. Second lyric. I've seen beggars turn to rich men. I've seen the birds of mountains. I don't want to fight this feeling just to let it go. Michael Bolton. That is Michael Bolton. Uh, Michael Bolton. Yeah, that was easy. Okay, we got yeah. you started. It was yeah. easy. Now let's really okay. jump into this. Okay, I'm ready. Third lyric, it's 8.45, the weather is getting better by the hour. I hope it rains there all the time. And if you ever said you miss me, then don't say you never lied. I'm without you. Emo. That is emo. It's brand new. Jude Law and the Semester Abroad from Your Favorite Weapon. Fourth Uh lyric, in the bright of day, it might seem like the stars are gone. They never leave. They come back when the sun moves on. Oh, emo. Emo it is. Newfound Glory, the Man. goodbye song. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean. I don't know if you know your emo or you know your bolt. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you just want your snapple. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination. Uh, fifth lyric. So far, four for four is amazing. Yeah. Suddenly my life has changed and I find myself like a ship in a raging storm. I'm fighting to hold on. Will you look at me now? Michael Bolton. It is Bolton indeed from the song <laughs> Fighting for My Life. I wrote some of these and I don't even remember. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> she is putting on a clinic yeah. right now. Kids, you want to grow up and be like Diane one day. Oh, yeah. And start listening to your Bolton now. Uh, I'm not bitter anyway, but I didn't want it to turn out this way. Sing a long good night, forget any fight. Emo. It is the Get Up Kids. Long good night from something to write home about. Okay, it ju- it's halfway through the game, eerie. and she is six for six people. It's unbelievable. She needs three more for the Snapple, right. and six more for the perfect score. Yeah, is there any reward for that, or just the satisfaction two of the job? Snapple. Two Snapples. Two Snapples. Snapple. All right. Different flavors, though. All right. Can, I don't know if we can do two different flavors, but we can do two Snapples. All right. All right. Uh, next song. Steel bars wrapped all around me. I've been your prisoner since the day you found me. Ooh. Emo. That song is Bolton. Oh, oh, I should have gone with my first guess. Oh, oh, man. You put pressure. Should have uh, gone with my first guess. Choke. All right, here we go. Oh. Next song. Well, maybe you can pull out a Patriots season. <laughs> yeah. We can go 11-1. Here we go. Next song. Love cuts deep and it leaves a scar. 
right across your heart? Emo. Michael Bolton. Oh, the no. song, the song Dang, Love Cuts downhill. Deep. He's showing Shoot. a little depth here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. A little he range. He's, he's Michael Bolton. Of course he's showing depth. <laughs> Next song. Can Dang. you still feel the butterflies? Can you hear the last good night? Close my eyes and believe wherever you are, an angel for me. Emo. It is emo. It's Hi. Jimmy World with For Me This Heaven. Okay. For Me This Is Heaven from Clarity. It sounds like Bolton, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. That was hard. <laughs> Can you still... Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I thought that was going to get you. Like, the Love Cuts Deep, I kind of figured you'd think was emo, even though it was Bolton. And I really thought that one you thought was Bolton, but it was emo. Well, you got it. Bend me, baby. Bend me till I break. <laughs> Do you really want to know how much this heart of mine can take? Oh, Bolton. That is Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> Bolton all the way. Yeah. No emo guy would... No. Not even an emo guy would write that. That was a gimme, Adam. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pleasure or pain, Michael Bolton. Yeah, wow. Bend me, baby. <laughs> two left, two left. Here we go. One for the win, Okay. by the way. Okay. Reasons like seasons, they constantly change. The seasons of last year, like reasons, have floated away. Emo. That that is emo. Oh, it's something man. corporate with me and the moon from North. So she got the Snapple. Yeah. Now, yeah. now this is just kind of a bonus just round. Yeah. Just for pride. Yeah. All right, here it is. Last question or last lyric. Through these eyes, seen a river of tears, seen the strong survive separate lives, and the emptiness makes you wonder. Blame it on love. Emo. That's Michael Bolton. Oh. The song is The Hunger. So 9 for 12. Not bad. Yeah, she yeah, you got just good. enough to win, but that is impressive. That's though. a very impressive score. I would have gotten like two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Diane, thank for you. playing. And congratulations. Maya will give you your prize right. after we're done recording. Thanks. This has been Bolton or Emo. Bolton or Emo is brought to you in association with Turquoise Medallion. Because nothing looks better in a sea of chest hair than a turquoise medallion. We'll see you next week, lovers. Those are in parentheses. Burn bright parentheses, but burn far away. That changes Close the whole parentheses. Of the song. Yes. Uh, by Gasoline Heart. Gasoline Heart, who you have heard perform live here on the Relevant Podcast. They have a new album out. Just came out a few weeks ago called What Now? Parentheses. Bonus track version. <laughs> Close parentheses. On iTunes. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is good. Go out Very and good. Uh, also featured in the... Uh, the music section, music preview thing. So check that out at, at the website. Okay, so now it's time for your feedback. Last week we asked you for uh, relevant podcast T-shirt slogans or ideas or concepts, and, uh, and 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 you know what? One of these shirts will be available at the relevant five year anniversary party. So um, make sure to come. That's a little little appeal for you so here's some of uh, your your the stuff you sent in all right uh ben kramer says uh, i was thinking of something that could get non-listeners interested in tuning into a podcast while still giving current listeners the inside joke that they can subtly snicker about while they walk around so here's the slogan i was like that's a shirt yeah <laughs> it's, it's wordy ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he also suggested this relevant podcast well it's a podcast <laughs> He said, behind the uh, slogan on the t-shirt, have various graphics of some of the more interesting things on the podcast. Well, that'd be everything. That'd be me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a picture of me. Uh, he says, whale shark drawings, flying squirrels, British flag, Canada's the United States hat, so on and so forth. He attached a picture, which hopefully you know we can put that up somewhere. 
Uh, How about on the Relevant Podcast feedback blog at relevantmagazine.com? Well, that sounds like the perfect place for it. I was, was going to say that maybe we could you know, put it on one of our personal blogs somewhere, but that actually makes much <laughs> more sense, what you just said. So, yeah, Ben Kramer. I like it. Well, it's a podcast. Well, Jane Haley has one that's a little bit of a throwback. She Is actually, it Jane or Haley? Jane Haley. Two people. I, I, I can only assume. <laughs> <laughs> they go by one collective name. Um, and she actually says it's a reference from the September 15th, 06 podcast. So long-time listeners will get it. First-time caller. Yeah, first. <laughs> the, the T-shirt slogan is more substantial than a lollipop the size of a trash can lid. <laughs> and she knows has a designer. <laughs> Sure, even uh, yeah, the designer totally should have fun that. with that one. Yeah, I believe that was when Adam was bringing huge lollipops into work every day. Am I thinking correctly? Uh, <laughs> I believe that was our Disney trip yeah. when Cameron bought us those lollipops right. the size of trash can and lids. We and ate then them we, and got violently yeah, ill. Yeah, and we just walked around looking sad as our lollipops kept gathering dirt. <laughs> and he literally hair. like made just you. Like, I will eat never. Them finish this yeah. yeah he just he demanded that we finish them. <laughs> the business bought them and you will use the things that the business <laughs> buys you me, it took me like a couple days to finish yeah, that those thing. lollipops are seriously like fly paper yeah. <laughs> like a bug's like mm, something sweet oh man <laughs> yeah eat uh, it jesse yeah i woke up with it stuck in my hair <laughs> i still had to eat it um i have one here from randy dolman he's got a few he says we may ramble but at least it's relevant ramble it makes me feel all weird, kind of like climbing the rope in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> so so it be relevant podcast. It makes me feel all weird, like climbing the rope in gym class. Yeah, that was Garth, wasn't it? Yeah, all the way to... back to Wayne's world. Uh, things that make you go, hmm. It's cheaper than reading our magazine. <laughs> <laughs> the relevant podcast. It's cheaper than reading our magazine. <laughs> oh, wow. Then, That's going to put us out of business. Yeah. <laughs> For those who are... And if we go to business, this goes away, folks. You shouldn't be changing We're not just going to do this recreationally. I can assure (laughs) you. If we're all scattered across the country, this thing ends. Yeah. David Peck, uh, he had a couple thoughts. Says, relevant podcast, cannabis. I'm biting my tongue not to make fun of his name. Don't make make me say, let's not go there. Uh, He goes to Cornell. Ever heard of it? Um, (laughs) uh, Well done. uh, One of them is relevant podcast, Canada's Pants. Another one is a picture of the podcast crew on water skis jumping a whale shark with the slogan, it really does get better than this. Because <laughs> 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 we're jumping the shark. I, I get it. And I'm also still disturbed by the first one. Canada's the relevant pants. podcast, Canada's we're Pants. Canada's pants. <laughs> As if we represent the, the whole of Canada's Pants. Yeah. No, I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, you know, since we're on the topic, Spencer Fruling. Uh, decided that we were that um, that he had a good slogan was America Canada's jorts. That illustration is you the need most to put that on horrifying the podcast thing blog I've exactly. ever okay. seen. I, it's hey, it's we didn't make it. I mean, it's a look with it's with, all on spin caution. Yeah, right. yeah. It, it was one of the most disturbing yet glorious things I've <laughs> ever so seen. So, people, you're gonna want to see this thing, but we are warning you ahead of time. Don't if you're mad, if you're mad, be mad at Spencer. Okay. Yeah. Email him, no, you know what? If you us. can get mad, don't look at it. There you go. Right. If you just, are, if yeah. you feel like you might be offended, yeah. easily offended. Just, if, if little things set you off, if you've ever written an angry letter in your life, yeah. Okay. Don't look at this. Yeah, don't don't yeah, you're not the type of person Can, who would who would yeah, enjoy this. Consider this the Ark of the Covenant. Don't Do not, look at it. Your face will melt. But if you have a sense of humor. Yeah. Spencer if, probably sent yeah. in the funniest piece of art that anybody's ever sent in. Yeah. If you like things that are funny and you like enjoyable times. It is seriously I had to forward it to the entire staff. It's it was hilarious. so yeah, funny. It was good. It is hilarious. Yeah. Jeremiah D. Martin. Uh, this is the actual. He, def- he was a bullfrog. <laughs> he was actually a good friend of mine. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that version. I, I think it's a bonus I, on I, iTunes and the gasoline heart album. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, up until this point in written form, I never understood a single word he said. But I did help him drink his wine. Anyway, uh, he says our slogan should be: "We have significant and demonstrable bearing on the matter at hand." 
which is actually the definition of relevant. The definition <laughs> of that is good. Can you flag that one for us, Adam? Thanks, yeah. guy. <laughs> Did you just say thanks, guy? <laughs> Dave from Ohio said, the relevant podcast, listeners love us, the FCC can't touch us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack Shanklin. He's uh, the Ripper. I believe so. Mm -hmm. Um, He says, uh, punching whale sharks, kicking ducks, yet we still love animals. Yeah, take that, offended lady. (laughs) And then there's a whelp who wants pizza. Uh, And then I have one. Well, there's one that hears well. Oh, yeah, that was awful. Well, <laughs> that's what happens like a, if you're drowning. Well, guess the, I, the one little gasp right before you go under. Well, actually, I believe that was Avery Johnson. Yeah. That's when the bubbles start just coming up to the surface. Uh, Angela also has a bunch of whelps. Well, here's one from James Smoker. That's a cool Ooh. name. That's awesome. That's how, he should be a singer-songwriter, like, like a Tom Waitsy kind of thing. You know, yeah, James, I like it. I'm not, James Smoker. Yeah. This song, but, you know, his, I'm James His family Smoker. has been persecuted ad nauseum. I mean, they just go into restaurants. This no. Smoker's <laughs> not welcome. <laughs> Guess we got to go somewhere else. The Smoker's area is over there. <laughs> the smokers have to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this song when I got kicked out of a Denny's. <laughs> By Polly Walnuts. <laughs> Their new spokesperson. <laughs> Anyway, he said, "Here's the joke. It was gentle. We were we were petting it. We were loving that little joke, and you just you just you just killed that joke. You said, let me hold the joke. <laughs> you just tore it apart. I got it. <laughs> well done, Lenny. Hey, you can't well win done. them all. Hey, I've been on a hot streak for like three years here. Put <laughs> the rabbits again. <laughs> Never had people, nothing. What do you people want from me?" <laughs> okay, um, James Smoker, no joke there, said, <laughs> and guess who's back on? And, and his his brother, Bill Midnight Toker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what did he say? He said, will podcast for candy. Which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, before we, we move we on. We built up that much. Yeah. Got a package here from Tomas McClectic from, take a guess. Take a guess for the country. Scotland. Just the country. I don't Slovakia. even need. Togo. Wait a second. Maya got it right. It's Slovak Republic. I totally read it. <laughs> uh, not even fair. I'm like, what? Ooh. I was going to say all wrong. But... That looks exotic. All right. So we have yummy. a... A cornucopia of deliciousness oh, here. Man. Apparently, they don't have white paper over there. It's uh, uh, all he they have for old paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a paper towel. Uh, it says, "Hey, Cameron and the rest of the podcast team, uh, we're sending some goodies of Slovak and Czech origins. Ooh. Let me break it down for the podcast listeners so that they know what we're feeding you with." Horalki, Slovak origin. It has been around since our childhood in the communist times. Means, Maybe Jesse should say these. Uh, it means something. There's a collection of symbols and letters that mean cat tongues and comes from the Czech Republic. Also something we grew up on. Uh, Minyonki, uh, two pieces are enough to make you relaxed. Uh, where's, where's that? Which one's that? We should save that for deadline. Uh, <laughs> Fogaro nougat, no comments, goes back to the Russian occupation era. These are all oppression era foods. <laughs> yeah. um, they, they, uh, they're flavored with the uh, bitter taste of our own tears. <laughs> Fedorka 2X, the ultimate treat for the Slovak or Czech child. Uh, and caramel milka is from Swiss or origin, uh, made in Hungary. It's what we eat the most, so have at it. Are there actual cat tongues in any of this stuff or no? Because I'm not eating it if there aren't cat tongues. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. Some manner of cat tongue. There are two little kitties on the on this package here. Oh, it's just oh, chocolate. I still want a cat tongue. Thanks very much, Tomas. Uh, we appreciate it. It looks the the cat tongues look delicious. They're they're chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. everybody knows they're not chocolate covered cat tongues. No cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say mm. no cats were harmed in the making the but. That would be very... We can't actually read the back, so we're not real sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we can't say with any accuracy. Oh, what if it's with cat milk? <laughs> <laughs> That's the dairy still, on it. Still tastes good. 
something. The milk and I just. All right. Um, okay. Any any other standouts? Nope. No. Nothing. Okay. Well, that's it for your feedback for this week's editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. Hey. A couple of days ago was uh, Valentine's Day, and uh, a lot of people uh, like to go out on Valentine's Day. They like to do things socially, romantically. Uh, they like to do the quote unquote date. Mm. On Valentine's Day. You know, we figured in the dating world, there's a lot of disappointment, embarrassment, and um, bad things that happen. So we, we thought, we want to hear your worst and most embarrassing or worst dates stories. Everybody has one. And, and if there's one thing that you people have never disappointed in, it's disastrous stories. <laughs> yeah. The embarrassing had, date stories yeah. or the embarrassing stories. Yeah, yeah, you guys have all had horrible, horrible, tragic lives. It makes us and, weep. We actually but, pray for all of you before yeah. we start recording. But the podcast <laughs> reaps the benefits of it. Yeah, yeah. so thank you. So, so we want to know your most disastrous and or embarrassing dating story. Doesn't have to be Valentine's date, any date. So uh, write in to editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com. We'd love to hear from you. I guess on that note, that'll wrap up the podcast. Next week, make sure to tune in for a live in-studio performance by Dismas. Unless Jesse makes them mad between them. <laughs> they are unless, scheduled to record. Unless, please hope it does not happen again. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one group you don't want to tick off, it's Dismas. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. That's all I can say, legally. <laughs> and that note, uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of the podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Maya Strang. We'll see you next week. Here is the goal. Back with the bass, pajamas live in effect, and I don't waste time on the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump, and I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants, take a chance. Come on and dance, guys, grab a girl, don't wait, make the twirl. It's your world, and I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut to move your butt to the dance floor. So yo, what's up? Hands in the air, come on, say yeah, everybody over here. <laughs> Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere. Let's go play music. <laughs> <laughs>